You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. And in today's episode, we are talking about clarity and long-term goals. And we are talking about the role of dopamine in our day-to-day life and how to help ourselves really get out of that cycle. And we are talking about all of this fun stuff because I got a chance to coach Alina Sato. Alina Sato reached out to be coached on this podcast with the intention of finding a way to not keep her busy. And as you will find out in this coaching conversation, it wasn't about keeping busy. It was about decision making. It was about having clarity. It was about having alignment to long-term clarity towards short-term goals. While I would love to have talked to Alina a lot more than what I got a chance to, I still feel that this conversation will be tremendously helpful to you if you are working on your own personal clarity or you're working with clients that seek clarity. In this episode, you will see us bounce around different ideas until we really find what would be most powerful for Alina. You will hear me follow the same four-part structure that I recommend all coaches follow. You will hear me build rapport, then you will hear me set objective, then you'll hear me coach Alina, and then you will also hear how I share with her some action steps that she will be taking for the next 30 days that I believe will help her get past her current challenges. Now, I highly recommend that if what we talk about in this podcast lands for you as a person, to re-listen to it at your own pace. The reason why that might be useful is because very often during these podcast recordings, I give away a lot of tools that you can use in your own coaching practice. I highly encourage you that you use those coaching tools when you're working with your clients. When you get a chance, do make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. If you subscribe to this podcast, every single time we release a new episode, you will be able to see that in whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Every single week, we release deep, meaningful episodes on different ideas, different strategies that you can use to coach your clients. So go ahead, and if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate your reviews. If you get a chance, leave us a review here at Master Coaching with Ajit Podcast. Now, without further ado, let's listen in to my coaching conversation with Alina Sato. How are you doing, Alina? Thank you so you much for, for this time. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to our conversation. I looked a little bit about our, our setup for the call. I looked at the question that you sent in. But before we go into all of that, how are you feeling today? Very good. I, I had a time of... Uh, uh, a lot of stress and being overwhelmed, but this week actually I feel much better and uh, things are starting to feel easier somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel good this week. Share with me something that might have happened today that was exciting and elating for you. Something that you're like, yeah, this happened today. Uh, so I'm in a situation where I'm looking for a new flat uh, mm-hmm. and it's quite difficult to find something nice and 
it probably, yeah, everyone goes through this at some point. So you always have to compromise with something. And in addition to everything, uh, I want to adopt a dog. And uh, looking for a flat with the idea of adopting a dog is even more challenging because the nice flats are not available for people with pets usually. And yeah, I just got a call from one of the landlords that probably was the best flat I've seen uh, so far who said that they really like us, so they would allow us to have the pets and we can have that flat, which is great news. Uh, so, yeah, this is, I think, the most exciting thing from today. <laughs> ah, that's beautiful. Finding a good <laughs> yeah. home to live and having the right environment with the kind of uh, yeah. things around it is is paramount to our health and happiness, right? If you love it's dogs really and important. you have a dog around, yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's really important to wear and how you wake up, I think. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that's mm. an exciting note to start. Seems like you had a big win today. Now, before we get started, I would like mm-hmm. to kind of reorganize our minds in a way and and reflect mm-hmm. on what would it what would make this coaching session a great coaching session for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to. I would say make a decision, but at the same time, I very often find myself in a similar situation. Uh, with too many projects and uh, things to do. So I think I need to work on this like in a more general sense that I always put myself in a situation where I'm overwhelmed with too much work on different projects. Mm. So if you can help me with that to to find a way to manage that better, that would be absolutely amazing. So you're finding yourself creating enough projects or work that you feel overwhelmed Pretty consistently. Yes. Is it a some is it something that you have always followed as a pattern in life or is it something recent? Uh it seems like it's been like that for a few years, quite a few years. So I don't know if it was my whole life, but definitely the last uh, five, ten years. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And is there a particular kind or particular area in life where you find yourself falling for this pattern more more often and more frequently? It's usually related to work and the work projects that I'm interested in. Mm. It's not everywhere in life where you overstretch yourself, like not with friends, not with family. You just find mm. that when it's about work, you overstretch yourself, you overcommit. Would that be accurate what I just said? Now that you say that, I think I used to do that with friends. Like I would just give too much of my time to to friends. But I stopped doing that and maybe shifted it to work. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I don't do it with friends anymore, I think. Okay. Alina, if I was to Mm -hmm. ask you, what is work for you? What is the the purpose of work for you? What is the meaning of work for you? Why do you work? Well, several reasons. Of course, I... I like to get paid uh, for what I do, Um, but uh, it's really important actually what I do. Uh, And I don't want to just do anything, of course, but I get excited about a lot of different things. And I like to be busy, I think. So, So that's where I lose the balance and just fall into the trap of being too busy and not being able to enjoy my life <laughs> from too many projects, but I do enjoy being busy. It's just, it just becomes too much because it's not controlled properly. And what is it that you, you like being busy is what you said. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by you like being busy? What does busy like to you? And also mm-hmm. somewhere in our conversation, you mentioned I'm not in balance. 
explain to me mm-hmm. what busy life looks like to you or busy being busy looks like to you. And also then reflect on the idea of balance a little bit for me so we can we can explore what that looks like. Okay. So at the moment, I can say I have three work projects and they are a company that I work for part-time, my own business, and then trying to create a coaching practice, which is not really working out that well, but I do have one client uh, that I'm meeting regularly. And I really like all of these things. So because I have a lot of energy, every time that I find myself with some spare time, I know I can do something to drive either one of my projects, a personal project, or something that I maybe delayed at work. And I don't switch off the emails or I don't stop checking them. And I don't, in my mind, don't switch off because I like this feeling of being productive and driving things. And I can really see results when I do that. So it gives me a lot of pleasure. But the where the balance is uh, lacking is that I really don't have this ability to switch off and just do nothing. And when I try to do that, I feel very uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. Uh, And I do meditate every day. So um, I do have this time to switch off, but it's not enough because it's again scheduled and in a way controlled. This is some certain minutes that I sit and, and then I just stand up and start being busy again. So balance would mean to switch off sometimes and not think about anything work-related. And I have had this kind of experience uh, in the past where I went, uh, let's say, traveling for a few months, or I went on a silent retreat for a week. And this is where I could really switch off and feel that peace in my mind and in my body. But it's really difficult to achieve anything near that in my daily life, even on the weekend, or even if I take a short holiday, so, yeah, I, I miss that feeling of being just free to do nothing and to worry about nothing other than my food or like some simple things. Mm-hmm. So balance would be the ability to to have both the busy time and the completely off time. Could I reflect back to, to make sure I understand what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. And you can correct me if my understanding is inaccurate. I think mm-hmm. what I'm understanding, what I'm hearing is that you like being busy and Mm -hmm. what you would like to introduce in your life is a little bit of downtime, uh, which involves no work for a short period of time. And that may be, I don't know the really extent of the timeline that you're expecting yourself to do this, but let's say every every month you get five days. I'm hypothesizing here. I'm not saying what you didn't really say Mm -hmm. this, Uh, but Mm -hmm. every month, five days, you'll like to, slow down and not have anything on your plate and be able to really disconnect from everything. Is that close to the understanding of what balance looks like to you and our end goal will look like that if we could get to that point, it will feel really good? Hmm. Um, Actually, when I heard that, it kind of scares me. I think it's not possible to have five days every month. Whatever those number of days are, what I'm trying to reflect on, does balance mean... I can be busy for some period of time. I just need few days or a few hours or however that may look like every couple of days to balance it out per se. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
to feel rejuvenated. I, I would like to explore yes. more why you need the slow time, but let's let's first try to understand what are we trying to get to? What's the ideal scenario? So if you could reflect, take a minute, think about it, uh, reflect, mm-hmm. lean into it and see what comes through. Don't worry about what's possible, what's not possible. If I was to say, Alina, and maybe we should do this exercise. Unfortunately, we mm-hmm. can't get each other on video right now. So I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to hope that you're doing this on the other end, is okay. you could find a piece of paper and pen around you. I'm going to mm-hmm. take a, I'm going to give you two minutes, three minutes to really reflect on this, is take this time to write down what would your ideal day look like? Whatever comes to you, whatever is the first thought, don't judge it, don't question it, don't say if it's possible or not possible. Write down your ideal day, it's like, or, or write down your ideal week on how you would like it to unfold. We're not talking about nuance here. We're not talking about, I will wake up at this time, I will do mm-hmm. this but more of a broad stroke of, I would like to have six hours of work every day. I would like to go for a run after that. I would like to take, you know, downtime over the weekend, whatever it may be. I'm not trying to be suggestive here. I want you to write Mm -hmm. down your ideal week or an ideal day, which involves balance and busy at the same time. So you can see how you would like your life to unfold. Again, don't judge it. Don't question it. Whatever comes to you. I'm going to give you three minutes on the dot. I'm going to mute myself and I'm going to mute myself okay. for three minutes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I think I've got it. I don't know how long it's been. Okay. It's about two and a half minutes. Great. You got okay. it. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me mm-hmm. what came through for as you did this exercise. At first, I thought it's impossible to, I don't even know what I want. <laughs> it's impossible to write something like that down. But then I started and uh, I came to, so free mornings until around 10 and then working until around two. So that's about four hours and then having no other work. So no other project or anything work related uh, for the afternoon. And then being able to do other things that are just cooking or going to the gym or relaxing or whatever. And then uh, actually working for another one or two hours in the evening on two nights, not every night. And then having the weekends off. That's what I came up with. That sounds fantastic. That sounds fantastic. The good thing is, at least we know where we are going now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That sense of clarity already starts the journey in a way where we can draw a map towards an outcome that we are excited about. Alina, mm-hmm. the challenge that we are met with during this, especially during these podcasts uh, conversations, mm-hmm. is that I have a really limited amount of time. And because of that, mm-hmm. while I like to explore a lot of ideas, I really can't mm-hmm. because there's a limited mm-hmm. amount of space. So I work mm-hmm. with what is presented to me during the conversation. Here, mm-hmm. we're going to explore how, in, in today's conversation, we will explore how to really get to an outcome that you want for your life. My invitation mm-hmm. for you as a follow-up for yourself, Alina, would be mm-hmm. to discover and rediscover and sit with the idea of, will you actually enjoy this life, the one that you just mentioned? Or mm-hmm. is it a response to your current overwhelm and your current mm-hmm. busyness? Because what tends to mm-hmm. happen as human beings, we're, it's naturally instinctive to us, is the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. Which means if we are really busy, we say, oh, only if I could have some time. 
And so yeah. our dream life looks like that. Or mm-hmm. if we have a lot of space in our life, we say, oh, only if I could have more work. And then busy mm-hmm. life looks really exciting. My invitation mm-hmm. for you, and it's not enough time I know in three minutes to really reflect on this, but to sit with the idea of saying, what do I truly honestly want? I want to also give you an example so you understand mm-hmm. why this question is important as a follow-up question that I would like you to explore after our conversation in your own time. Mm-hmm. When I started working uh, and when I started my business, I mm-hmm. tried to do an experiment. This experiment was where people had told me consistently, the only way to build a business is hard work. You have to work really, really mm-hmm. hard, really, really long hours. You can choose either your family and your friends, or you can choose to be successful. And I thought that was coming from people who seemed like successful people. So I was like, it must be true, right? So I said, okay, but what if this was not true? What if I asked myself a different question? And I said, I am about to have a baby. This was my first child that I was about to have. I'm about to have a baby. I do want to spend time with him. I do want to support my wife. And Mm -hmm. if I was to do that, I have to design a life where I can still pursue my ambition, still hit my goals, but be able to take care of my family and be spending time with them because these are precious years for me. And so Mm -hmm. if I asked that, when I asked that question, I said, okay, I'm going to design a life where I work only four days a week for four hours a day. And I will see if I can get the same returns that I get if I work 12 hour days or eight hour days. So I started doing four hours a day, four days a week. And in about three months, I was able to discover that I can organize my work in a way that I can actually get done everything within the four-hour time span that I have for four days a week and have a lot of free time to myself. Mm -hmm. The thing that I didn't realize, the thing that I didn't factor in is while that was a great experiment and I could prove something to myself and I could prove you can achieve incredible results in a really short period of time, what I didn't consider is what I really like to do. And that is... I actually like my work. I actually like to work. I don't want to be not working because that's just what fuels me. I really enjoy it. I want to spend time with my family, but I can spend time with my family even if I did seven hours of work for five days a week or six hours of work for five days a week. So four by four was, yes, a great concept to prove the point of productivity that you can get a lot done in that time. What I found to be the truth of life for me is I really love what I do. And so I want to keep doing it. I want to sit and write. I want to read for long hours. I want to do coaching like we are doing right now. And so that discovery helped me understand that I never want a four by four life. Even if I know technically I can achieve it, I don't actually practice it anymore because that's not true to me anymore. So with that thought, with that story, I want to leave you with that thought so you can explore that later. Uh, Because Mm -hmm. today what we're going to do is we're going to try and see if we can help you design a life that fits this model. Right? We're going to help you see if we can make decisions and a time frame that can help you to get to this model where you have free time in the morning until 10 a.m., you work till mm-hmm. 2, then you have the afternoon off, and you work two hours or two days a week. Does that sound yes. accurate? This is what I got in my notes. Yes. Uh, the only thing is that my situation is not very different. Mm-hmm. It's not far, very far off from from what we just said but the problem is the use of this time so even if I have almost as much time I don't use it in that way that I want to use it so I keep my phone on and constantly checking the emails I don't even know why and just bad habits like that that prevent me from using this time properly for for my downtime 
So are you suggesting that you already have the life that you just told me you ideally would want? Challenge mm-hmm. is that you just don't know what to do with your free time. Maybe that's problem. So I just find new projects and keep myself busy. So you're saying, so I'm, I'm just trying to see where should our coaching go, right? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to find our objective today. And we started with the mm-hmm. objective of I'm Sorry. really busy. I don't have time for anything. So we said, okay, let's see how and what you want to create. And so we came up with mm-hmm. a life uh, structure for you. And mm-hmm. that life structure you're saying is kind of very similar to what you actually live today, which has a lot of free time because it seems like you work maybe six hours a day and most of the days, four hours a day based on the schedule that you just gave me. Even if it was seven, eight hours a day, it is a lot of free time. But now you're saying, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my life right now, but I just don't know what to do with my free time. So I'm trying to find out what is it that would really make this conversation a winning conversation for you to help me guide me a little bit better here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to bring okay. more clarity to us because if we find clarity in what we need to solve, it might help mm-hmm. us actually solve it. Right. Maybe yeah. that is the solution we seek is to find the clarity of, uh, of what is it that we even want. Yeah, sorry for being difficult. Um, no, absolutely so, not. You're not. I want to stop you there for a second. You're not being difficult. Mm-hmm. It is. It is important to seek clarity, and the reason why I'm reinstating mm-hmm. what you suggested when we started the session is so we can mm-hmm. bring to our attention that right now we are through the journey of trying to find out what is even important. What is it that we are even mm-hmm. resolving? Mm-hmm. There's no reason mm-hmm. you, you you shouldn't consider yourself difficult or think that this is a meaningless conversation. This is very important. This is actually a very important piece of our work together today. If we can find that clarity, it might be significantly easier for us to actually find a solution. So let's work together to really find clarity of the challenge that we are experiencing right now. Okay, mm-hmm. would that be okay? Would that can that be the focus today? Yes. So um, I'll share with you some uh, background information so you can understand how I usually operate to make this uh, reality actually for myself and instead of using my free time, just keeping myself busy. So as I mentioned, I have a job that I work uh, on, which is for a company and that's five hours a day and they are paying me well. So you can say that's enough. I can stop there five hours and then I can have the rest of the day do whatever I want and yeah, have rest or I don't know. And then I had this desire to to do coaching. So I uh, completed your certification and then uh, found one client and started working in that direction. So that was going well. And uh, of course, with five hour, five working hours for a company, I can manage my time well and I can just take a few clients, not too many, and then slowly build coaching practice and let go of the other job and have coaching only. So that was in my head, my ideal situation and what I was going towards. Um, but then uh, I had a, previously a business which was kind of frozen uh, during uh, the pandemic and now there was an option to reopen it. And I thought, okay, so I could I could do that. And uh, it would be a good use case for me to apply what I've uh, learned in in the coaching uh, training in my own business, and uh, also, yeah, have have a model which would allow me to not be involved as I was before with that business. But of course, this didn't really work out. So I got really involved uh, uh, with that, 
then I had coaching clients, then I had my uh, five-hour uh, other work per day, and it just became more than eight hours. And this is not the first example of me doing that. So I could easily go just with the job or just with the job and the coaching or just with the, I don't know, the job and the business or something like that. But I chose myself to to take all of that on my plate. And in addition, I'm doing some more trainings and things. So yeah, how can I stop? How can I maybe what you said, define what's really important and just let go of everything else, all the other noise, which is really unnecessary and just keeps me busy and just focus on something that's gonna, yeah, bring me joy and also take me to where I want to be in the future. Have you clearly defined where you want to be in the future? Um, I think so. Yeah. Do you have it written anywhere? <laughs> um, yes. I have it written. Um, Is it three years in the future, five years in the future, ten years in the future? Three years in the future. Do you have it handy anywhere by any chance? Where we can um, no. Uh, no, but it's clear in my mind. So... I can tell you what that is. So I want to do coaching only and work the same as now around five hours a day, for example, something like that. And then have the flexibility to just take time off, um, which I find with clients that it's not so easy <laughs> when they are relying on you on a, on a weekly basis. But anyway, and yeah, not have the other things. So I don't mind having a business, but I don't really want to be involved in it, uh, if that makes sense. I don't want to be involved in the day-to-day of a business. We're going to step back for a second. You, When I asked you your three-year goals, you gave me three pointers. One was, I want to do coaching full-time. Second one was, I want to work about the same hours and I like to have some free time. Mm-hmm. If those are the three pointers, I understand that you don't mind the business, you don't mind the job, you don't mind other things. But mm-hmm. wouldn't it be curious that if your three-year goals only involves your coaching and everything else is structured anyway, so you can structure a free time around coaching and all of that, which is a different conversation. But mm-hmm. if if the real goal was to have a full-time career in coaching and that was the key thing, wouldn't it be yeah. obvious that if I was to get somewhere three years from now, I start walking in that direction? Mm-hmm. And would it be the most important thing to walk towards if that was the goal? Yeah. Where do you live, Alina? In Bulgaria, in Europe. So if you want to go from Bulgaria to Germany, let's say, would it be better for you to start walking to Germany today? Or will it be better for you to first go to Russia, then go to India, and then maybe come back to Germany? Which one is a better yeah, path if the goal is to get to Germany? Yeah, of course. It's obvious. The thing is that I I felt like I need these other two things. So in the job where I work, they're really uh, supporting me on my coaching path. So I'm transitioning in something like a coaching role there. And I'm going to work with all the teams and help them work better together and things like that. So that's really amazing opportunity. I definitely don't want to let go of it because it's helping me walk in the direction where I want to be in three years. And, I'm, and not, the only I'm not thing suggesting is, that you quit yeah. anything. What I am suggesting mm-hmm. or asking for is if we want to go 
from Bulgaria, Germany, is it better mm-hmm. to just walk to Germany or is it better to go around the world and then go to Germany if time was of essence? It's better if to just go to Germany, sense. right? Of course, yes. Yeah, let's stick to that answer. Yeah, don't, don't worry about <laughs> okay. why you're doing what you're doing right now. That's not the challenge we are tackling. I understand mm-hmm. you are making a conscious and present decision with it rational in your world which is mm-hmm. absolutely okay. I'm in no way suggesting you should quit everything and, and just do coaching today. That is a personal choice you will have to make and you will come to that decision or not come to that decision, but it's completely yours, irrespective. Mm-hmm. What I am hoping to achieve as first part of our conversation, <laughs> which is going to, <laughs> which is probably all we are going to discuss today, is mm-hmm. to let you know where you are going and what's important. What's the sense of clarity mm-hmm. that we need in that direction so we can at least know this is where I am going and now I need to reflect how to really get there, right? Mm-hmm. So first thing, mm-hmm. just to get clear about, about our, our intention of where we want to be in three years because that's mm-hmm. what we're really working towards. That's our goal. Yep. That's our ambition. That's where we want to go, right? Yes. And that is the three pointers that you gave me which largely reflect to you being a coach. Now, if in three years you want to get there, if today Mm -hmm. you have a reality where you're supported in coaching, like in your job, if you're supported Mm -hmm. in coaching, like you doing your coaching, and maybe you're supported Mm -hmm. in the business that you're doing, I have no idea. But if those were the three things that you were doing that would eventually get you to the destination that you need to get to, would you feel Mm -hmm. that it could be a part of the journey and not necessarily how the destination finally looks like? Yes. Right? And the reason why mm-hmm. I'm bringing your attention towards it is because what may be happening, Alina, here is that we are in kind of a bind with you. I think that the work that we need to do, and I'll give you some follow-up action steps that I'd love for you to explore and love mm-hmm. for you to report back to me on what happens. And, and, and the reason is because what we're missing really is not that we get busy. It's not that we get distracted because I don't think that's necessarily a a challenge that you will face if you know why you are getting busy on why you are doing what you do, right? And if Mm -hmm. if your goal is any reflection of where you want to be and why you're doing anything that you're doing today, you will find Mm -hmm. that they're all in connection with what's your long-term goal. And if that is the case, there's a big possibility that everything that you're doing right now is a part of the journey. And it's not about getting mm-hmm. busy. It's about getting to the goal. And it may require mm-hmm. you to be busy for a short period of time, but that doesn't mean that is your natural state. Mm-hmm. Is this making any sense to you? Yes. yes. I want to give you a few of follow-up exercises. And the reason why I'm mm-hmm. giving you follow-up exercises also is because I feel there's a, there's a sense of clarity that, that would help you. And there's a sense of clarity that you kind of need to get out of mm-hmm. your current paradigm of the world. Because what mm-hmm. it seems like to me as our conversation unfolds is that you are you're taking two steps forward and a step back. And two steps forward and a step back. So you go, I really want to do coaching, but I don't want to do this. I really want to do this, but I don't want to do this. And this is happening because of this. So you're you have a you have a setup to justify everything. And that is, mm-hmm. is not helping you seek the final clarity that you that you really need. So there are a few things that I want you to do. And what I would mm-hmm. like to see if you can get into an agreement is that whatever I suggest as an activity, you're going to try that for 30 days. 
Would you be open mm-hmm. open to that? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. So it's not just you're saying it. I will actually expect a response on my email where we connected and I uh, we set up our interview uh, our conversation today. I would expect mm-hmm. an email from you every day for the next thirty days that suggests that you did the thing that we say that we're going to do. Will that be okay with you? Wow! Yes. Absolutely. So here is what I want you to do. So first thing that I want you to do, and this probably you can do today, you can do tomorrow, sooner or as possible. If you Mm -hmm. were to design your ideal life, ideal life, not just bullet points. I want, even if you did this exercise before, I want you to redo it. Mm -hmm. Um, Write down your ideal life. What is it that you're doing in three years from now? This is the kind of work I do. This is the kind of clients I take care of. This is the kind of life I live. This is the kind of extracurricular activities I do. This is the kind of friendships I have. This is the kind of health lifestyle I live. I want you to clearly Mm -hmm. know where you are going three years from now. You see, universe, Mm -hmm. um, if you you believe in spirituality or universe or God or whatever that you believe in, if you believe in any of it, there is a truth, a global truth to it. And that is, Mm -hmm. universe can only create what you ask it to. And if you ask it to create many things at the same time, it gets to work to create many things at the same time. It just takes longer because it's many mm-hmm. things at the same time. Like It's like telling somebody, I want five bowls of pottery made at the same time. Well, they can make it, but it's just going to take longer and there might be some damage along the way. And you might need more resources to actually build those five pots versus saying, hey, make this one pot and I'm clear, work on this for until it's made, right? That's kind of how universe yep. works is making that beautiful art of your life in a way but you got to support it by simply stating what you want so they can actually do it for you, right? The universe mm-hmm. can do it for you or again, God can do it for you if, if, if you believe in God or however you want to approach this, but, but you need to be directive to it so it can create it, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first part. I want you to be directive. I want you and take the time you need to take. There's no rights and wrongs. Don't um, judge yourself, which I saw you doing as well. Don't try to say, oh, this is too hard, or this is too easy, or this is too much to ask, this is too little to ask. There is no real lesson more story in when you're working with the universe. It is infinite. It has a lot of abundance. It can create everything, given the due time and effort that is required, okay? The intention and the intention that is required, right? So mm-hmm. do that as the first exercise and send me what you write down, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, once that is done, I want you to... Actively look at your every day and ask yourself this question, what I am going to do today, all the list of items that I'm doing today, which ones of these contribute to my three-year vision of myself? Mm-hmm. Okay. And do them first. Okay. okay. And everything else you can either not do, completely ignore, or you can do them later if you have additional time on your hand. Now, I know you will fall into the trap because you've said that you do it all the time into the trap of what do I do with my time, right? That's what's uh-huh. happening right now, right? So here's what yeah. I want you yes, to do. Yes, it's happening. Yeah. Exactly. So here's what I want you to do. In the morning, what time do you wake up usually? Around 7. Okay. So 7 through 10, I want you to make a schedule that clearly outlines what you're going to do. That has nothing to do with work which means let's say seven o'clock, you wake up, you get your coffee, you go for a walk, you come back or you sit down in the park, read your book, come back at around 8, 8.30, take a shower, sit down, have your breakfast, go to work at 10, right? So seven to mm-hmm. 10, you have a schedule, 10 to two or three or whatever the time is, 
you work. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then block that in the calendar. Say, this is what I do. Then I want you to schedule three to five, whatever you like to do other than work. For example, you can say, I am going to go for a workout. You can say, I'm going to go for a dance class. I'm going to go to the museum, whatever that is that you want to do. But I want you to have it scheduled in your calendar. Then do the two hours of work. So let's say five to seven. And then seven o'clock onwards for every day of the week, please set up a social meeting for yourself. If that is what you would like to do in the evenings, that is. So meet this friend or meet that friend or meet this, meet that friend. And I want Mm -hmm. you to make a calendar and make a schedule for it every day or every week. The reason why I'm asking you to do that is because you have a learned behavior of going for the easiest path. And everybody has, by the way, because that's how our brains are wired. The easiest path to when you're sitting ideal is to pick up our phone. Yeah. Right? Because it's right there. And it's right there. And it has dopamine effect to it. Do you know what dopamine is? Yeah. Dopamine is a molecule in our brain that wants more, right? More of everything. So if you, uh, it's not a bad molecule. People give it a bad name. It's actually a good one. That's what keeps the chase on in a person. You want more from your life because of dopamine. But there's nothing wrong with dopamine, but it does tend to create some short-term side effects that you don't want in your life. And that is what will happen if you don't have a schedule is you will look at your phone and dopamine is going to kick in because it'll be like, hey, you can look at Instagram again. You can check your email again. You can check any other social media platform that you might be on again. You can listen to a podcast that you don't really want to listen to just because there is a new one, right? Because dopamine wants more, Mm -hmm. right? So what we are doing with the scheduling activity is we are hijacking dopamine because now there's something else to look forward to. Do you see what I mean? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I work so much better when I'm scheduled, yes. Right? So make a schedule not for the day, but for the week. Mm-hmm. So there is no bypassing of that schedule. You have to follow the schedule. If there is a friend that you're meeting, you will send an invite to that friend. And it's going to be really mm-hmm. hard for the first 15 days. It will be really, mm-hmm. really difficult. You will not want to do it. You will curse me to the T. And that's why I want <laughs> you to send me a note every day as you do it. Mm-hmm. The first 15 days are going to be terrible. You're not going to want to do it. You're going to be like, this is stupid. This is not leading me to anything. This is not going to work. You're going to tell all the stories to you because that's your mind telling you stories because the easiest path is still taking picking up the phone and looking at the email for the hundredth time for no reason, really. Yeah. Okay. So what I want you to do is to follow this for a month because at around day 14, you will definitely want to quit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you do it... Yeah, it sounds month, difficult, but yeah. Okay. I know. And that's why I'm being your accountability partner if you choose to. And this is completely your experience. You can totally opt out. You can say, this is an idiot. And you can move on (laughs) and do (laughs) whatever you need to do to create the life you want to create. I'm not saying this is the only way to create your life, right? But it Mm -hmm. will help is what I believe. So make that schedule. Follow it for 30 days. Send me a note every day. Did you follow the schedule? Not follow the schedule? Where did you fail? Where did you fall? And, And follow it again the next day. Don't care for if I answer or not, because sometimes I will be delayed because I have a schedule that I follow, which doesn't inspire me to, I'm not on my email all the time because I have a schedule, like I'm suggesting you, that I have to follow. And it doesn't involve checking emails a lot. So I may not respond Mm -hmm. as quickly as you would expect me to, but I will be watching. You can think think of me as that silent accountability partner (laughs) that will talk back once in a while. Right? Okay. So so what I want you to do... Thank you so much for that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I want you to do that for 30 days. The reason why 30 days is because once we are past 30 days, you will either have a realization that you actually don't like this much free time. 
and you actually want to be busy because you really enjoy it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that is why I wanted in the first part of our conversation, I asked you to explore the idea of balance and ask yourself what you really want, not what you want in context of what you don't have today, but what you really, really want, because that would really define what is true for you. Or it will tell you you really enjoy this version of balance for yourself. And if you really like this version of balance yourself, hopefully after 30 days, you you yourself will be able to carry it through. Or you will be able to hire another coach that can help you really day to day to be able to carry through this this new version of life that you have created for yourself. Would you be open to this? Yes, absolutely. Can I, um, because I'm mentioning this on an open podcast, just in Mm -hmm. case you forgot. (laughs) That means a lot of people right now may be listening to this and may want me to update about Alina's situation 30 days from now. Mm -hmm. Would you Mm -hmm. be open to be put on the spot in case you don't follow through? Yes. Awesome. Uh, this is, I know this is pressure, but but I wanted to make sure that you were, well, we were in agreement so we know what to do next. <laughs> it helps to do it. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Alina, I would love to explore a lot more ideas. It's one thing that I'm finding about these podcast coaching conversations is they're just too short because there's so yeah. much to go around and so much to explore that I can only explore just maybe not even the surface. Uh, But I'm glad and excited that you gave me this opportunity that we got to talk and that I got to help you a little bit, at least. Hopefully, this will help you in the future in life generally. Is there a place like an Instagram handle or TikTok handle or so forth that you'd like to share with the community so they can follow along your journey? Yeah, I can send it to you. Can you mention it on the podcast because everybody will be listening to this? Okay. (laughs) All right, then uh, it's L-E-N-I underscore, and then S-A-T-O. L-E-N-I underscore S-A-T-O on Instagram. Yes. I don't post a lot, but um, I will post more over the next 30 days so people can follow like what's going on. That would be amazing. I am sure some people who listen to this podcast will love to follow you along in your journey (laughs) and seeing if this is working or not. Because, hey, listen, let's be very honest. What you're experiencing, a lot of coaches experience. You're not alone in this. Mm. There's many people. So what we did today, hopefully will help a lot more coaches that may be in the same situation as you. And if it works for you, it may inspire them to do something about it and maybe it'll help them. So while yes, your journey is so important and I'm so curious to see what happens next for you, I'm also excited to share it with the community so they can see if it works for them. Awesome. I'm glad to be, I'm glad to be part of this. It's really, it sounds like really fun, difficult, but fun. Thank you so much, Elena, for for joining me today on Master Coaching with Ajit podcast. I am super excited to follow up with you in future sessions. Thank you, Ajit. It was amazing. Thanks so much. As you might have noticed, it took us a while to find what to work on in this conversation with Elena. And that can happen. And that is absolutely okay. I only had 40 minutes with Alina, like you would usually have only 40-50 minutes with a client at a time. When that happens, always keep cliff notes. So next time when you speak to them, you can actually address some of the threads that you would like to pull, some of the ideas you would like to explore, some of the questions you would like to explore. Using the follow-up system that I suggested to Alina, you too can build a really solid practice and a really solid habit for yourself. Scheduling work for most people When they are about to fall into the trap of, I don't know what's important right now. If it is on the schedule, we tend to follow it. So if that is an idea you haven't explored yet, 
I invite you to have a really scheduled day and see if that impacts your life. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you enjoy my conversation with Alina Sato? Did you enjoy the tool that I gave her to walk away with? Did you enjoy how we talked about balance and how balance means different for every person? If you did enjoy these, you will enjoy our future episodes. So go ahead and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't yet. And more importantly, I would really appreciate this, is if you could take a few minutes of your time and leave us a review. Leave us what inspired you in this podcast. A few weeks ago on episode 44, I coached Worley. And I asked Worley, what were some of the insights that you had during the course of our conversation? She said she had 10 pages of notes. So I said, I can't really read 10 pages of notes for our listeners, but I can highlight a few things. I'm sharing these with you because if this resonates with you, you may want to go and check episode 44. The ideas that really stood out for her were concept of presence. What tends to happen is that because of our stories from past and our fears and uncertainties for the future, we never really get to live in the present moment. If you do that, you're continuously creating a self-sabotaging state for the present. So instead, we want to use the present moment to create a new reality in our life. This new idea then changes your future and your past story. The second highlight for her was courage, taking action with the idea that there is some safety. The third key idea that she highlighted was taking space. Taking space is the most important thing I want to focus on. Realizing that I'm not bothering someone by reaching out, but I'm actually showing up to help somebody and that I have lots of value to bring to them. I'm not taking anyone's space. I'm just being of service. Fourth idea she highlighted was thought patterns. Every time when I want to take action and an old pattern comes up, I'll ask myself, what is a more empowering thought pattern I would like to choose here? If I make this choice every time, I can build a new behavior. And lastly, is letting go of old patterns. Two ways. One, meditation to let go of stuck energy by forgiving the events and people of the past and forgiving myself. And secondly, creating a new habit with a reward associated to it. The reward will trigger a certain behavior. Verley found this coaching session vilely useful. And I think listening to this coaching session will help you too. So go over and listen to episode 44 on the Master Coaching with Ajit podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm looking forward to sharing with you more insights next week.